Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. TheChairShot.com Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast, the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and I'm flying solo this week. Uh, Carlos is uh, disposed, um, so you've just got my dulcet tones for this show. Anyway, I'm just got off watching UFC Vegas 28, uh, headlined by Jairzinho Rosenstreet versus Augusto Sakar. Uh, quite a lot of prelims to get through, so I'll quickly fire through these. So we started the day with Claudio Puelles picking up the decision against Jordan Levitt in the lightweight division. Then we moved into another decision in the featherweight with Sean Woodson getting the win over Yusef Zalal. Um, heading to the women's flyweight division and Manon Fioro uh, picked up the second round knockout of Tabitha Richer. Um, we got a no contest in the next fight, Alan Patrick and Mason Jones in the lightweight division uh, due to Alan uh, being unable to continue after an accidental eye poke by Mason Jones. Uh, going after that, we were in the featherweight division and we had Camuela uh, Kirk uh, picking up the the win over Makwan Amirkhani. Then after that, we had uh, Muslim Salikov taking the, the victory from uh, Francisco Trinaldo by decision in the welterweight. Uh, heavyweight uh, Tanner Boza uh, was defeated by uh, Ilya uh, Latifa by a decision. Uh, and it, we was meant to get, uh, for the featured prelim, Montana De La Rosa versus Ariana Lipska. Um, but that got actually bumped to the main card uh, because just just as we were in the show, Tom Breeze and Antonio Arroyo uh, was cancelled because of a, a underlying medical issue with Tom Breeze. So the card actually opened with the Montana De La Rosa versus Ariana Lipsky fight. And it was a, a, a really interesting fight to open the card with. Uh, so um, De La Rosa... Uh, 
basically was trained to use her wrestling skills to to beat a hard hitting opponent in Ariana Lipska, uh, and it 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 paid absolute dividends off for her. Um, it started off quite patient at the beginning, uh, both women landing uh, landing some uh, good shots, but. Uh, uh, Lipsky was was a little bit more powerful on the feet, uh, so uh, Della Rosa was able to drag the body to the drag uh, Lipsky's body to the floor and and really keep control of of, of Lipsky on on the ground. Uh, lots and lots of pressure, able to uh, uh, attack from the back with with uh, punches um, and the short elbows. There's a there's a a really decent elbow uh, close to the end of the fa- end of the first round. Where uh, which ends up cutting Lipsky's um, head, plenty of blood streaming out of there. Um, the f- the first round ends with uh, with Della Rosa fully dominant on the, on the on the the ground. Uh, second round and and Lipsky knew she had to kind of pressurize and and uh, start landing some of her big shots, and she was able to straight away, and and it it rocked um, Montana Della Rosa. Uh, but but for for Montana, she was able to duck the duck the following shots and able to score the second takedown, able to to slow the pace of the fight, able to regain her composure and control the fight yet again on the floor. Uh, this time she was looking for um, more of a submission. Uh, was able to transition into side control. Uh, using her, her arm to um, to control Lipsky on the floor again with those short elbows and uh, was able to again reopen the the cut on on Lipsky's face. Um, Della Rosa did attempt for for um, the arm triangle, uh, but Lipsky was able to to pull away from that. So Della Rosa just. Uh, uh, transitioned into mount and just dis- started punching from off the top, uh, and with Lip- uh, Ariana Lipsky was just had nothing to to uh, to combat that and keep Peterson stop the fight with a uh, with about a minute to go, uh, and and uh, Della Rosa uh, picked up a a well earned victory. Going into the second fight on this card. We had Gregoret Rodriguez taking on Dusko Todorovic. Uh, Rodriguez making his UFC debut, taking this fight on very late notice. He, I think the uh, commentary said he had a fight not only uh, just a couple of weeks ago, so uh, very, very uh, brave of him to, to step into uh, the octagon and face an appointment of the power of uh, of Dusko uh, on such short notice. And it's, again, it's something that's paid absolute dividends for him. Um, he came into uh, the beginning of the fight. Uh, Todorov tried to uh, control the central of the Octagon, tried to control the pace of the fight. Um, but uh, Rodriguez really kind of like showing his... his Kind of like all round game, he was able to to use beautiful judo style throws to uh, to uh, get Todorovic off his feet, and when he landed his shots, they were really crisp, and he just seemed to have a a, a lot more um, pace behind behind his shots. Uh, all in all, throughout the 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 fights, there were there was there was not really a point where I'd say that any of the fighters felt like they were in too much danger, uh, but you could see that uh, the crisper shots, the the and the slightly higher volume of, of shots from Rodriguez was 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 winning him this far. Uh, Todor, Todorovic was was still able to land some of his own shots, 
Um, but the, the the place where he struggled was was being controlled uh, by Rodriguez. He was able to uh, when he when he felt ready, he was able to uh, shoot for takedowns and and was was able to land them uh, pretty much whenever he wanted. Todorovic was was quick to be able to get back to his feet, and there wasn't um, many times where uh, Rodriguez was able to keep. Uh, Todorovic down on the floor uh, but he was able to, to clinch well against the fence and, and control uh, Dusko uh, up against, up against the, the cage uh, but when they did break away it was it was uh, Rodriguez's shots that, that looked crisper that looked cleaner that had more uh, power in them um, and that really kind of it swayed the judges and uh, with two of the judges giving uh, all three rounds to uh, to Gregory Rodriguez, uh, good victory for him and uh, to come into the UFC on your debut like that and, and make such a, an impression. Um, well done to well done to him. Uh, then after that. We went into the welterweight division with uh, Miguel Beza uh, and uh, Santiago uh, Pontenibio facing off. A lot of heart recently about around uh, Santiago Pontenibio. Uh, He's uh, been getting a lot of uh, praise on, on UFC uh, uh, with him getting his own kind of like mini documentaries. And to be fair, he, uh, this may well be one of the best fights that you'll see in a long, long time. Um, started off incredibly bright. Uh, both guys have uh, had a, a pretty similar game plan. Uh, both wanted to land leg shots. Both wanted to land uh, uh, the left and right hooks. And these guys just there was no kind of airs and graces about it. They they wanted to just swing um, and and damage their opponents. Uh, first round, um, Santiago. It, it, it looked like he struggled to get into his game because he was uh, he was getting uh, chopped with those leg kicks. Uh, the the welts were were were, were showing up really really quickly on the calf, and then when uh, um, Miguel started going towards the the quads, it 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 made such a big difference, and you could see that Ponzinibbio was was really really struggling, uh, but. The thing is, he's got he's got some hard hard punches, and he was able to land quite a few of them. Uh, but fair play to uh, Miguel Beza, he was giving he's giving punches straight back. So uh, for me, I thought Miguel Beza was the was the better looked the better fighter in the first round. Uh, coming into the second, and uh, Ponzinibbio went straight for the pressure as again he, as he did in the first. Um, but he was landing a lot more of his shots in this in this first uh, in this opening exchange in the second round. Um, uh, Beza was was uh, moving really well and landing shots of his own, but just didn't seem to have a lot of a uh, lot of um, of the power that uh, that Santiago had. Uh, Beza carried on his his kicks to the legs, uh, and you could see that it was now becoming a, a struggle for for uh Santiago to to put pressure on 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 that lead leg which uh which meant he was he was not able to get the power that he that he was uh he was looking for 
but he absolutely powered through and was just swinging and swinging throwing in uh, putting in as much power as he could into the, to his shots and he was landing a lot of those shots as well um started throwing his own kind of leg kicks and, and high kicks which which uh did a lot of damage um uh, Bieza went for um, went to to take the fight to the ground, uh, but Santiago was able to to sprawl and block that, uh, landing uh, some some big lefts and uh, was was really kind of doing a lot of damage towards the end of the end of the second round. Uh, coming into the third, and again uh, Santiago wanted to press the pace, started with a pl- uh, with lots of jabs. Uh, Bieza went went back to what was working the the legs. Uh, the the issue was now that uh, Ponzinibbio started throwing his own leg kicks, uh, and you could see where he was catching uh, Miguel Beza on on the back of the knee, and uh, you could see where the his legs were starting to buckle, and that really kind of made uh, Beza think twice about swinging for those for those leg kicks. Uh, he really kind of slowed down the pace with him. But what what uh, Ponzinibbio did was he. He built up his pace about going for the legs, and then he was following it up with the big uh, left hand, uh, which which was for someone who, who was uh, such a big fighter uh, going into this fight. His cardio was absolutely outstanding, and the pressure that he put on in this third round really kind of swung it for for all the judges. Um, it was and this was the the round that, that essentially separated the the fighters. Uh, going towards the last minute and both guys were just swinging for the fences. Both were landing. Uh, both had unbelievable chins. Uh, Ponzinibbio actually got so into like the, the the brawl at the end that he threw a couple of shots after the uh, the klaxon went. Uh, but it was separated and all three judges gave exactly the same score of 29-28 for uh, for uh, Ponzinibbio. A uh, really good victory for him. Um, will it uh, do anything to move him up the welterweight ranks? We'll uh, we'll soon see. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Going into the four fat on this main card, uh, and it was the very much the antithesis of the of the fight that just happened before it. For all the action and uh, and attack in in that fight, this one was was more kind of uh, a chess match. Uh, it's it 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 basically boiled down to Roman de Leeds' uh, being able to control uh, Loriana Steropola as uh, with with uh, locking his hands, keeping hold of his back, and then just following him while Steropola tried to walk his way around the octagon. Uh, every time that um, um, Steropola thought he had a chance to break the hold and, and uh, get some shots in, uh, Deliza would just cinch up the lock in his arms, uh, get back to the the position of, of of holding him and 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 basically following him. It was quite quite weird that Key Peter didn't stop this from from happening because it, there was very little action from Deliza. Uh, he didn't throw many punches in, uh, if at all, in this in this uh, first round. Uh, did a lot of the same thing for the second round. Uh, was able to get the takedown uh, early on, but then slips to the back and uh, and gets the grip again and 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 starts following the the fighter round the octagon um, to where they were almost did laps of the octagon uh, rolling against the fence. Again, uh, it was weird how Key Peterson didn't stop this from happening. It was a uh, yeah, it's, I just I didn't understand it. Uh, Deleuze really wasn't putting in a lot of work to uh, to uh, cause damage to his opponent. This was more just about uh, controlling him and, and making sure that Staripoli wasn't able to to uh, throw shots. Um, so going in, into the third, um, it was yeah, uh, Staripoli had to do something to to break this monotony of of being. Uh, controlled against the um against the cage and and he did well to be fair he was able to to land a, a few jabs able to throw some kicks uh landed a a, a couple of high kicks uh but Deleuze was was just trying to do his best to block and duck the shots um and get the clinch again, and yet again he takes uh, he slips around and takes uh, Staropoli's back. Um, Staropoli was just getting so so frustrated. Um, he, there was one point in this third round where you could see that Staropoli was was getting audibly frustrated and, and trying to almost goad Delizia into into striking with him, uh, which didn't happen. Um, but Staropoli was able to, to um, change the position and able to grab the neck, uh, get a few elbows in, uh, get a scramble and a takedown, 
uh, get his get his own <laughs> almost bit of revenge for taking Deleeds' back. Uh, and we we end the fight as we spent the most of the fight in the clinch. Um, yeah, so not the best of fights. The all three judges gave the the fight three rounds to zero to Roman Deleeds, but. Yeah, this was certainly the, the the piss break of the fight from this event, especially when you consider that we just maybe witnessed one of the fights of the 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 year, and then we're getting this uh, wrestling contest, I suppose. But uh, going into the core main event and main event, these were uh, four heavyweight fighters who do not uh, particularly like going further than a first round uh an interesting statistic that i i read recently was that um between the four of them uh 91 percent of their finishes came in the first round which is just absolutely unreal statistics uh so we started with walt harris taking on uh marcin tibera um Tabera going into this fight actually the as the favourite even though he was ranked uh, I think three or four places below Wal Harris uh, and at the beginning of the fight you, you you you'd struggle to understand why because uh, after after an early front kick with by Tabera uh, Wal Harris lands a couple of big big shots and you could see that uh, Tabera was hurt uh, Harris swarmed. Um, but the issue was he threw so many punches and uh, Tabera was able to kind of soak up that pressure that uh, you could see that Harris was 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 kind of like um, struggling for the finish almost. Landed another good left hand and Tabera again was was really hurt. Uh, but he did the sensible thing and and and, sh- and shot for the shot for the takedown. Which was he was able to to land it. Uh, Harris able was did get back to his feet. Uh, but it gave Tabera enough time to gather his thoughts, get uh, get his breath back. Uh, probably gave uh, Walt Harris the, the chance to get his breath back as well. Uh, Harris uh, uh, breaks the clinch, lands a few more uh, shots to, uh, to Tabera, but Tabera lands a, a, a body kick. Uh, then he, uh, he catches a, a Walt Harris kick and was able to trip him to the floor. Gets uh, onto the ground, uh, gets inside control. Um, Harris was was able to overpower uh, um, Martin Tabera, uh, get back to his knees, but uh, Tabera got onto his back uh, and uh, landed a lot of of of, uh, of short punches. Um, but the, the 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 finish of the fight came when uh, Mar- uh, Martin Tabera was able to actually flatten uh, Walt Harris out uh, and land uh, n- numerous shots, not huge, huge blows, uh, not painful shots um, and not full power, but there were plenty of shots landing over and over. Uh, and Walt Harris was doing nothing to kind of like change his position or even to really defend the shots, uh, leaving uh, Mark Smith no real option but to, to call the fight. Uh, hardly, it, it's hard to call it a knockout because I, I don't think that Walt Harris took too much damage whilst he was down on the floor. It's just he did nothing to stop the, the blows coming in and he did nothing to kind of counteract the blows. So he kind of left Mark Harris no other decision but to to call the fight. 
So after that we got our main event, um, Jozinho, Rosenstruck taking on Augusto Sakar. And after watching the, the, the weigh-ins, um, I actually thought Sakar looked the best he's looked in a, a long, long time. Looked a lot leaner, looked a lot trimmer. Um, and going into this fight, it was it was quite a, a pick because both these guys have got re- fairly decent records uh, uh, in recent uh, memory, landing lots of uh, lots of big shots and um, finishing lots of opponents. So uh, it was interesting to see what what was going to happen in this fight. Uh, we started and Rose Street took the centre of the the octagon, and uh, what Sakai was doing was was kind of like almost. Uh, just moving from side to side, uh, started with some low kicks. Um, um, Rosenstruck did actually uh, almost catch a low blow, kind of almost like a graze, uh, but Sakai waves it off and, and we, we continue. And Sakai just carried on with this kind of like almost lateral circling movement, um, kind of almost walking rings around Rosenstruck, uh, but Rosenstruck wasn't doing anything to to kind of like cut the the angles or or anything like that. Uh, Sakai started with a few lo- uh, uh, leg kicks. Uh, Rosenstruck uh, landed a couple of shots, but d- didn't really throw much uh, in this in this first round at all. Especially in the in the first couple of minutes, uh, missed a, a a big overhand right, but he was getting kind of peppered with the low kicks. Uh, they were really making. The, the difference to uh, in this fight, they, they were the only thing that, that was really kind of like point scoring for me. But going into the last uh, couple of minutes or so, um, Rosal Street started turning the pressure up uh, a little bit, started landing uh, a few more shots, um, missing quite a few shots as well. And and that I think that was one of the biggest problems with Jozinho uh, Rosal Street is that he throws some some big shots, but they, he misses a hell of a lot of them. Whether that's because he's, he's easy to telegraph or or uh, whether it's just an issue with how slow he is at throwing his shots, uh, who knows? But uh, he was he was able to uh, to uh, jab um, um, Sakar, uh, which which kind of like shook Sakar, shook Augusto. But then it was the follow-up big, big right kind of over, overhead uh, looping shot that that uh, drops Augusto Sakai to the floor. Uh, the the um, the the camera kind of like almost freeze frames, and we get that slow motion, and you can see basically the the laugh leaving uh, Augusto Sakai's body. Uh, Rosenstreet uh, sees him drop, lands a few uh, hammer fists just to uh, to add an extra bit of st- uh, stank on it, and uh, with about three seconds of the fight to go, Jarzino uh, Rosenstreet picks up uh, the first round knockout. Um, where does that take him after this? I mean, he's he's got to be in the mix for for another big fight. I mean, this is a guy who. Um, who who has been quite on and off with with UFC recently? I mean, like he's he destroyed the likes of uh, Alistair Overeem and Andre Arlovsky and Alan Crowder, uh, Junior dos Santos. Uh, but then when he's come up against the likes of Ngannou, he gets absolutely decimated. Uh, when he came up against uh, 
Cyril Gagne, he he looked ordinary, but then in in this in this fight he looked an absolute killer again. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes after this uh, after this event. But let's quickly look forward to next week's event. We've uh, we've now got. Um, all the fights logged for UFC 263 with a, a double title uh, co-main and, and main event. Uh, so we've got uh, Paul Craig against Jamal Hill, uh, Damian Meyer taking on Bilal Mohammed, the return of Nate Diaz against Leon Edwards. Uh, the the co-main event is uh, the flyweight title, the, the revisiting of uh, Davison Figueredo taking on Brandon Moreno, and then again in another uh, another rematch, but one from a couple of years ago, we have a uh, middleweight kingpin Israel Adesanya taking on. Marvin Vittori so uh, check in next week uh, to hear the the fallout from that show uh, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Podfather Mags follow my missing co-host at Kirby underscore Carlos and definitely go and check out the rest of the content on the shooting the sports ish on chair shop media and on uh, visionaries global media um, these are three great teams and give us a, a lot of support and love uh, so it'd be cool if you went and, and showed a little bit of love towards those guys uh, but yep that is the end uh, thank you all for listening TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.